0: shown us his mercy uh, with this uh, weather. We'll just pretend it's white snow, right? And uh, enjoy that. Um, Just so you know, on your candle is a QR code that you can scan on your phone to get the lyrics in case you don't know the songs. Uh, That's not to be expected, we're all using them up here, so feel free to scan that and uh, use the lyrics as we sing. Uh, We're excited that Salvation Army, you probably heard the bell ringing when you came in. Uh, We're joining with them again this year. Uh, All of the things that you all the money that you put in the buckets uh, goes straight to Salvation Army. We have worked with them for many, many years while in Troy, and uh, we're excited that they're here. We did the angel tree with them this year, which was a huge success. Thank you all for for helping and, and supporting that. Pastor James is going to lead us in prayer, and then we're going to continue in song, and then Pastor Ed's going to come and share the word. Pastor James?
1: We'll be tomorrow, should I say. Uh, Talking about what y'all do. And y'all do an excellent job. And we are so happy and lucky and blessed to have y'all on our side. So thank you so very much. Let's bow here. Father God, we are gathered here, us together in your name. Thank you for all the Okay. wasn't ready to do something new. A heavy, heavy But you, you know best for us to be there You know what we need before we ask for it? You are always working on ways to show us how to do it better. So thank you, Father, for this year and we ask you to move forward into the new year. So start preparing the way for that year. For all the changes that are going to come all the things that we're going to face, for all the obstacles that we're going to overcome, you are already knocking them down. So thank you, Father, for 2021 and what it will bring to our lives and to the lives of those who love you so God. Well, Let your love, your mercy, and grace always be abundant to us all. In the name of amen. Amen. Let's lift
0: our voices and sing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. save us. Father, I pray that you would be with Pastor Edison he comes and shares your word this morning. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.
2: Yes. Well, good evening, everyone. How's the volume? Can everybody hear okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, we'll do that volume then. So, one, I'm just going to tell you off-note, it does my heart really good to see so many people who would come out in a time where it feels like everything has conspired to divide and separate us, to join together in this again, to be the people created by God, worshiping God on a peaceful night outside. This is beautiful as far as I can, as I can see it. So tonight as we stand out here, I want to remind you, whether you hear it or not right now, There are messages just constantly bombarding us. We're covered in radio waves even as we speak. You don't always see it until you have the right instruments to tune it in. Then you can get all the news or or entertainment you want or some other messages sent to other people you want for communication and all that invisible, silent communication material becomes realized when you understand what's going on and plug into it. And as surely as we stand out in the rain here tonight, God is with us. And yet sometimes we treat Him like that invisible Wi-Fi, and we're just not plugged in, we're not listening, we're not getting the data, even though He is always there with us. Tonight I'm going to read Luke 2, 8-15, through and we're going to talk about three things. First, we're going to talk about how heaven interrupts us. It seems that our lives go on with our plans, our ways, our tragedies, our triumphs, and then God shows up now and again to us. But the reality is the one who's always there interrupts at planned moments. Secondly, we'll talk about that wonderful time when events become news, right? Events busy, news, we can just sit back and listen. And then lastly, we'll talk about what what we can do, how we can carry Christmas in our homes and other places this year, and beyond into 2021 with the response from the soul it's it's the simple and constant requirement of every spiritual man woman and child is to respond from the soul in all that we do luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 15 says this and in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the lord appeared to them And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he's pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see what this thing that has happened is, which the Lord has made known to us. Would you join me and let's call on God together. Lord God, you are with us, Lord, in flood and in desert, in plenty and in famine, Lord, in in the times of great health and energy and in times of sickness and malaise. You call us, Lord. You awaken us from where we live so near to you by your word. Awaken us tonight, Lord. Lift us back up and bolden our spirits to lean into you, Lord, you send us out with purpose. Remind us again whose we are and why we are, Lord. You're never discontent, angry, or confused like we get, Lord. So guide us. Bring us to the peace that you have planned for us. Let each one here embrace the good news of great joy that you've given to us in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whose name we now pray. Amen. Amen. So the God beyond interrupts us. It's all there in the first two sentences of the passage. All that heaven and earth have in common and all that's distant between them. The first sentence is bucolic. It's the shepherds, outdoors, very pastoral. It's, it's probably not unlike this. It's, it's every day is probably the most important thing to take away. It's the shepherds doing what they are obligated to do more than what they want to do. What, what they have to do. What, what they end up that is expected of them doing day after day. the weariness of this world doesn't happen usually in single moments of great impact it's the grind that we feel that nothing changes it's just wait work sleep repeat and the soul gets a little sleepy and tired from it but the second sentence tells us about heaven's response to this how God is near and engaged even when we're unaware just doing the routine and mundane It comes with the angel of the Lord. It comes with this great announcement that God interrupts their regularly scheduled lives to tell them what he's been doing. It's been argued, and I think I'd agree, that maybe we live in a world where there's too much, too much information, too much possibility, to the point where we just feel burdened with everything that's knowable or could be known or could be done in this world. The information highway sometimes leaves us like a deer in the headlights, just stunned by constantly what's passing. But here, one messenger, with one message from heaven, reaches out to these shepherds and tells them, and the glory of the Lord shines around them. It's weight, it's the heaviness, it's the presence of God making the mundane forever different, and they know the glory of that and the soul awakens brightly in it and then a message to them and it's the message that brings events into news events keep us busy right everyone's getting ready for the Christmas Eve or Christmas Day dinner your Italian big ones tonight for the rest of everybody else it's probably tomorrow's the bigger one but you've been getting ready and I, like I literally was photographing my wife making lasagna last night I told her it was one of the hottest times I've ever seen in 30 years of marriage to the woman as she's laying out the meat sauce and the noodles. My breath was just taken away. But it keeps us busy. And there's always something. The plans change. Somebody can't make it in. Somebody's got COVID. Somebody can't get their presents, their train, their plane. And all the preparations pass. And eventually, all that was event planning becomes news. God says this is good news. He doesn't say get ready for an event. Get a really good to-do list, he says, I have news. Not a good chance for you to bet on, but good news. Not a good concept for you to build on, but good news. What the angel spoke was conceived by God, prepared by God, enacted by God for us so that we could simply receive good news of great joy. News brings reactions, you've probably seen it lately. I don't care if it's sports or politics or entertainment. Everybody's got an opinion. Facebook's just full of them, shouting back and forth constantly. But this is different. This is a news that brings a quality response of great joy. And it's for all people. In a day where I am so sick of how the world wants us to divide and turn on people, one people, based on what nations we come from historically, based on what someone else did, based on our gender, based on our region, based on our politics. The world is desperate for us, it seems, to divide. But when God gives his great gift of good news, of great joy, he says, this is for all people, all made by him from one. This is the God of all giving a gift to all. You're never forgotten with God. I just want you to hear those words today, if nothing else. You are not forgotten. You're not overlooked. The the mundane of your world should not drag you down because God is there constantly present and interrupting, giving us this good news of great joy. He witnesses our lives both in the broad and in the microscope. And we commit our future to Him because of this great joy. And it takes shape. The news takes the form of a baby, a sign of hope. A belief that we have a future that that maybe the little ones will do better than we did. But this child of great hope and joy is called three things. Savior, Christ, and Lord. Savior, the one who reaches the desperate who no longer have the means to achieve safety on their own. The desperate, sinful, separated from God need a Savior. Christ, the anointed one, the the one God prophesied and planned for, God with us, Christ. The lord the ones who's over us in a world where we can sometimes just live and die by our own stubbornness or try to follow a popular direction he gives us a savior who is christ the lord and then comes our response responding from the soul it's what pilgrims do Listen, if you don't realize you were a spiritual being made by a spiritual being, you might not even have ever experienced that response. When God does something in your life and you realize all things are spiritual, and it's his natural language and our natural intimacy for me to respond with that. If you're a pilgrim, a follower after God, you're you're never without direction. God lays out calling for us after calling for us, and every pilgrim simply has to follow. The angels who are messengers obedient to God, they can't help it. In the passage, we saw that they break into song after the one messenger has spoken. Heaven can't contain itself. And this whole collection of angels begin to call out, glory to God in the highest. They have recognized what's been done what was promised for us as fallen people, and then the way they looked into this world and saw the pain and brokenness, and now the Savior is here. They can't contain themselves. If we understand Christmas, it's not gonna be found the greatest joy in being around the table with people, though I wish you a merry Christmas with your relatives. It's not gonna be in the gifts, though I pray you get things that don't break, aren't cheap, and are actually satisfying to you. It's going to be in recognizing there's nothing higher than God. There's no greater thing we could achieve than receiving what He has for us and responding to what He's done. Glory to God in the highest, giving Him first place weight. There's my challenge for you this Christmas. Make Him first in all that you're doing. As you're considering your words and actions this holiday, make Him first. And on earth they sing, peace. Peace with God. It's important we look at that because peace with us, well, we don't always do one another peace very well. The peace with the circumstances around us, not likely but peace with God is promised through this and the shepherds respond too they know what God has said there's a child in the city of David Bethlehem and they say we better go see this thing we need to experience God not just hear what's been said about him we need to follow what he has said not invent our own directions these aren't flawed gods in a pantheon like the Greeks had made it's not just us alone saying we don't deserve the good things God has given us it's them simply following the good news seeing what God gave for all people I hope you find that I hope you dwell on that deeply because what a really good gift comes to I think is it fits the person it's something they would want they would need it fits them it costs something every good gift is either a sacrifice of your time that you built it with or for some money But what always marks a gift is it must be received, taken in hand, open and owned. Jesus came, he said in his words, not to be served. How unlike one of power. Not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. From the field of forgotten few, the shepherds, to the barnyard birth of a savior from a pregnant virgin, to a rainy park in Troy, New York at the end of 2020. This is Christmas. This is good news of great joy that I hope interrupts you cold where you are. These are words that God has given to us that are his plan and and his news for us. And here's the time for our response. The good news that God has provided a way for the sinful to be forgiven and to be redeemed and to be restored that we can live with the hope and joy that only comes. From the love of God and how He's blessed us in Christ Jesus, this is the good news—the same as it was that night. Jesus is ours, Emmanuel, God with us. Let's pray together. Let's just open our hearts and call out to God. Call out silently where you are. I'll just lead us with a few words before we have a chance to to, to sing some more and and to give either now or when you're heading out. Father in heaven. It is with tremendous humility and gratitude that we who are the cause of pain and suffering we who are the sinful ones we who are the prodigals turn to you and say oh thank you father for the great undeserved gift that you've given us for the grace of a child we didn't reach to you god but you invaded benevolently our world with jesus father and you've spoken to us in this day at a time that can wear the human soul down and give people despair, you give us hope again. Hope in one name, Jesus. Father, help our hearts to become platforms to glorify him, to receive him. Help our minds to think on things that glorify him. Help our hands and feet to just be service tools of our Jesus. Help people to see Jesus in us. Help us to spread the word like the angels, to celebrate like the shepherds, to be ones who receive this gift called Jesus name we now pray. Merry Christmas, my friends.
0: So one of the uh, the great traditions that we have not had the pleasure of doing for the past few years because of uh, Troy Savings Bank is the lighting of the candle. So. We're gonna use these next two songs to get everybody's candle lit and uh, lead us out in times of Christmas hymns. As we send you out here into this Christmas evening, now that the rain has held up, um, let's sing and lift our voices as we sing Silent Night. fondly and appreciate what we had here tonight remember that Christ that the king has come and he has brought salvation to those who fall on him and trust in him as their savior merry Christmas everyone have a great night thank you for coming